0: Welcome,
1: Padawans, to the Wanna Be Jedi Podcast. My name is Josh.
0: And
2: I'm Matt. And I'm the other one. <laughs> the other the other guy. <laughs> the other guy. <laughs>
1: i'm nate nate it's uh always a pleasure to have you back on the show
2: it's always a pleasure to be on the joe i'm on the show i'm living the podcast life
0: yes yeah how does it feel three three-time podcast guest star yeah i'm putting how does it it on feel? my resume now <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. my should. work found out because i was like yeah you can add me on instagram and then on my instagram it has co-host of the One to Be jedi podcast and so now i'm my work knows that i uh i host a star wars podcast and they think i'm very nerdy which i am
1: you gotta own up to it matt <laughs> oh
0: 100 i'm not embarrassed by it i just never was like I, I started this job a few months ago and i wasn't gonna be like day one i own a star wars podcast as i walk in on the first you know like it it was just like it had to
2: be like casually
0: you know placed in Mm-hmm. we've, yes. we've
2: recorded some of the episodes while I'm at work and so I I you know do it during my lunch break or whatever and people are like why are you taking the, the headset and the your, your personal laptop into that conference room and I'm like well I'm a guest on a Star Wars character discussion podcast. That gets mixed reactions for sure.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> and you told them to go listen then afterwards because it would mean the world to you, correct?
2: I have told several people to listen who I know to be Star Wars fans. Whether yes. or not they they have you you'll have to look in the analytics or whatever (laughs) as long as as you
0: tell the star wars lovers of your life that that's all that matters exactly exactly
2: i'm i'm gonna call that off topic straight off the bat we're here to talk about something else aren't we gentlemen
1: yes yes we are nate what is
0: it what are we trying to talk about
2: (laughs) we are gonna talk about the next episode of the mandalorian the siege
0: the siege i've been monitoring star wars twitter and Everyone seems to be pretty googly eyed over this episode, and and I told the guys this before we started recording. This is my least favorite of the season so far. I I thought it was just an average episode, and and I know you guys disagree, but that was just my take. What how'd you guys feel about it?
1: I liked it. It's a little bit different than you know what I was going into. I'm like oh you you know like I said last week that I was gonna see Ahsoka, but we didn't see Ahsoka. But it's kind of guaranteed for the next one because Dave Filoni is. The director of it, and it's named the Jedi, but uh, <laughs> but I like it. unless it was... we find Luke and lo- instead. Ooh, no. That's not- I'm kidding! I'm kidding! I'm kidding! No, Josh! So,
0: no,
2: Josh! So, no. I I agree. I agree with Josh that it's a good episode, and I I say this because last week on our episode, go listen to last week's episode if you haven't. Last week on our episode, I was talking about how, you know, we were doing a good job of raising complexity. We were bringing in some peripheral characters from other series. We were, you know, adding facets to this gem of a TV show. But I wanted us to raise the stakes. And we, in this episode, returned to Navarro, where the climax of the first season occurred. And we found out some of the grotesque things that would happen to the child if uh if he is caught and then on top of that we learn uh, or our characters learn that Moff Gideon is still alive and he ends the episode with a rather menacing force stakes raised it's like exactly what I asked for so of course I like this episode <laughs> Matt yeah. why don't you like this episode yeah.
0: and there's no denying that that took place but it was very predictable for me The moment that Mando landed on Navarro and the moment we got the shot of the technician looking back at him, you already knew that something involving the Empire was going to happen and it was going to happen to his ship. Right. Then you go and you find out that it's like a secret lab. It did raise the stakes because it's like the child would be tortured, you know, it's blood taken and used and whatever they're trying to do hasn't worked so far. So they need to get the child or Ahsoka, you know, Jedi blood for the midichlorians. You see all that, but it, but it just felt like I knew I knew from the moment that episode was coming, like from the start of it, that they would know that Moff Gideon was alive. And that I, I thought that there would be maybe a conflict between Moff Gideon. Like we'd, we'd get a little bit more action shots of him. But it, it just kind of felt predictable on my end, which is kind of why I was like, it's it was just okay, you know? I, it wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't yeah. like it was a bad episode. I didn't hate it. I just, I, I didn't understand why so many other people, yeah. So in the middle of the episode,
1: or I guess a little towards the end, they had the, like the, the chambers with the people and they they talked about M count, which is Metachlorian count, which we've talked about. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you know, in episode one. So do you think? I think it's like Palpatine, but at the same time, I was just thinking about it, like right as you were talking, was that they might be like super soldiers, like Star Killer, kind of like if you go back into the legends uh, with yes. with the Force uh, from, Awakens,
2: from uh, um, uh, for, uh, Force, uh, Force, un, Force Force Unleashed, Unleashed. Yeah. Force Unleashed Force Two, Unleashed. and General Koda goes, uh, no one can clone a Jedi, and you know it could be that you know I I, I you know I watched these episodes when they come out like right when they're uploaded, like late at night. And the lights were off in my apartment and I, I went up straight to my TV and I went back to that scene. And it looks almost like a couple of people like fused together. And it almost looks sort of like Snoke because he has that sort of ridge in the middle of his head. Um, and so it could be, you know, some explanation for that beyond what we got in the sequel trilogy when Palps is like, I made Snoke. And then you're like, okay, whatever. <laughs>
1: That's a I would like that actually because then we get a little bit more on Snoke because Snoke was in the in the Force Awakens he was made out to be this big character yeah cut down in the Last Jedi and then Palpatine's eye made Snoke
2: <laughs> I what I don't I I would like that too but I am I'm wary because I don't want the show to become an apologist for the sequels I don't want yeah. it to be like oh there's a sequel plot hole toss it in the Mandalorian oh fill the cracks I don't want all of that to happen but like. One or two things, I'm fine. You know, it needs to be a expand s- the universe. Yeah, it needs
1: to be a separate entity.
2: <laughs> There's a difference, I think, between expanding the universe and filling plot holes that we were too lazy to address three movies ago. <laughs> my my <laughs> thing is that
0: you you're making everything super connected, and it doesn't feel as authentic when you have everyone know each other in some way or be linked in some way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I I personally don't like that. I know Marvel does that, but that i don't necessarily like that style personally yep. that's why I... they're making a clone army and that's why the suits are at the end <laughs> i no i i thought those were death troopers they, I, I actually thought those were death troopers that they were trying to use midichlorians to make them like super death troopers true
2: oh you're talking about the the troops lined up at the end very
0: yeah there. the very last ones that are like in, locked in those
2: and i th- they kind of looked like droids not suits to me and this mm. makes sense. To me, at least, because in old canon, there was a project called the Dark Trooper Project, which was essentially making droid stormtroopers in small quantities. And there were three phases, and they were, like, they looked all very different. And these ones kind of look like the Dark Trooper Phase 1s from old Legends canon, which is super interesting, because those were headed up by a a guy named Rom Mock on a ship called the Ark Hammer, who was very, like, a behind-the-scenes conniving kind of dude, and that seems like what Moff Gideon is going to be. So if they're dark troopers, they're dark troopers. And if they're super suits, they're super suits. But yeah, I'm all for expanding the universe in the opposite direction from what you said, right? So I don't want everything to be connected. I'm fine with them, you know, maybe even just leaving the hint about Snoke at this, if it is a hint about Snoke, if they don't explain it more. Um, And I, I totally agree that not everything has to be connected. There yeah. are some little strings in the Star Wars universe that you can kind of cut loose from each other, and it still stands as a story. You know, strings in between characters is what I'm referring to. Yeah. Back in episode... Well, that's where, yeah. that's where
0: I still feel oh- Ahsoka works in this series mm-hmm. because you have the baby Yoda, and his path is now to find the right. Jedi, even though Ahsoka has, is not a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, but she's the
2: most logical minor character and i'm fine with connecting minor characters to minor characters especially when it's relevant and like you said it certainly is with ahsoka i i don't like everything like everything coming back to the skywalker family that was one of the main problems in the in the legends books from you know the 90s and everything it's like oh the galaxy's having a crisis the same 3 people are going to solve it for the ninth time. Yeah, every time. Yeah. So I'm 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 glad that they're they're making these connections but with minor characters. And I do want them to explain a little bit about sequel stuff with through these minor characters, but I don't want them to just be like, "Oh, there's this plot hole from this movie. Fill it up with the Mandalorian." I don't want that to happen.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, you just upset so many Star Wars fans by calling Ahsoka a minor character. I know that's not what you actually did, but you probably upset a lot of them.
2: Every, every <laughs> character who's not a main character in the films, I would call a minor character. Even though I yeah. am a super huge fan of the Clone Wars and a super huge fan of Rebels and all that kind of stuff.
0: I was about to say, you better, you better compliment Rebels. Mm. I'll, 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 oh, <laughs> I'll kick you fantastic. off this podcast. It's
2: fantastic, but until <laughs> characters like Ahsoka and Rex show up in something bigger. Like if they take a leap up, they're a minor character in my mind. And that's just a naming convention. It doesn't actually mean anything. I love them to death. Yeah, And, you know, if Ahsoka has a way to majorly affect the plot going forward, fantastic. I will call her by the other title, but... I'm game. Yeah. Also, I
0: did look up something as as we were researching for this episode. um, I did look up something that I found very interesting. We were talking about how we would see... Bocatan and all the other Mandalorians, what's going to happen later this season. Mm-hmm. And bo is scheduled to appear in three episodes. One we've already seen, so there's two more. Wow, okay. Probably the last and, two. And, and as we know, sense. yeah, we have one more after this, which is Dave Filoni, and then you have the two... That will play off of one another most likely. I told you
1: Vokatan have... is gonna
0: shoot Moff Gideon. She she she's gonna shoot him, but Moff Gideon's gonna win. I'm still holding true to that. No. I still, I still think that no. this could be the end of Bo-Katan. No
2: <laughs> I, I do wanna address a couple of things in this episode where I might agree with Matt. Okay. So I like being right, yeah. I so there are a couple there are a couple predictable things and there are a couple of Deus Ex machinas that are just lazy writing. So when they're being chased by the TIE Fighters and the Razor Crest comes in and it's all fixed magically, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, could have could have spent a little bit more, you know, investment on. You were telling
0: me that you no one thought that Grief and Kara were going to die there. No, No
2: one, nobody. No, 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 no.
0: No. And and what are these? The guns jammed. They're about to get shot. What do you think is going to happen? We haven't seen Mando in a while. Where did he go?
2: So, yeah, there's, you know. It, it, you know, that, that kind of diffused tension before it should have been, you know, risen to its peak. Uh, the other thing is, you know, this mm-hmm. this bringing back this character from the very first episode, it oh, seems the, the a little... the blue guy? The blue guy. It seems a little lazy because... The mithril? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it seems a little lazy because they obviously, they wanted to do this heist, you know, as they were writing. They wanted to do this heist and they need someone to make an incompetent mistake and put everyone in jeopardy or, or be afraid or something like that. And be the jar jar be the jar, jar be be yes you know affect the plot through incompetence which everyone does in the last jedi and that's a whole other thing but he isn't necess- he doesn't necessarily have to be this guy but they didn't want to introduce a new character that's incompetent just for the sake of being incompetent so they're like oh who do we have from like previous episodes that we can randomly bring in just this blue guy let's do it let's do that and it feels like they could have I don't know, they could have been a little bit more intelligent about that. I,
1: I thought he was going to fall in the lava, no doubt.
2: Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> kind of like a Dr. Evil, uh, I feel like a Jurassic Park as well, where it's just like side character gets eaten.
2: <laughs> yeah. It does put us a little bit of buffer in between what I call suddenly X was an idiot syndrome, because someone has to make mistakes. In In The Last Jedi... The plot is affected by a couple things. They're affected by, you know, like positive actions by the heroes and negative actions by the villains. But a lot of the plot happens in The Last Jedi because suddenly this character was an idiot. It's like, oh, suddenly Rose was an idiot and stopped Finn from flying into the thing, or suddenly Poe was an idiot and did a mutiny. Or suddenly they were an idiot. Like, the entire conflict in the casino scene is made because uh,
0: Don't you just hate when you accidentally, accidentally do a <laughs> mutiny? Yeah. Oh, like no. um,
2: The entire conflict in the casino scene is because they parked in, like, it's because they parked in the wrong place. They parked on the beach. Suddenly Finn was an idiot. Right. I, I I'm glad that he was that this character was there so the Mandalorian doesn't suffer from suddenly he was an idiot syndrome. Mm-hmm. because i i don't i don't like that that's that's just a lazy way for to make things happen in your plot there are two kinds of plots there's plots where your characters affect the plot and then there are plots where just things just happen to your character and the mandalorian mm-hmm. is really mm-hmm. good at being like the characters affect the plot they make changes in the world and i really like that and as lazy as it is to put mr bluefish guy in he's kind of a buffer to prevent that i guess
0: yeah i get that yeah. i mean i just I get that they needed to get rid of the the base and, and everything, and then they discover it, it raises the stakes, like you were saying, but it didn't raise the stakes for the audience. I felt like their stakes were raised, but I, I already knew that Moff Gideon was alive. <laughs> um, I already knew that something was going to happen to Mando's ship involving the Empire to some degree. Yeah. So, so for me... I didn't feel like my stakes were raised in in, like the investment in the show. I felt like the characters were, but I didn't live that, you know, being raised.
2: Tell you what, Matt, I'll meet you halfway. I'll say that the risk of Baby Yoda being discovered and like, you know, the the probability that something's going to go wrong hasn't really gone up. But they have increased the consequence, the dangerous consequence, if that happens, right? So it's going to be bad. It's going to be worse for Baby Yoda if that happens. But... The chance that it happens hasn't really gone up. I'll meet yeah. you halfway on that.
0: I'm I I agree with that,
1: Matt. So I am surprised you don't like the episode because they did take a little bit from like the lines, the stormtrooper lines from episode four. If you didn't mm-hmm,
0: notice mm-hmm. that, I want to make they sure may that be splitting up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, I I'm not saying that I didn't like it it was just an okay episode. Like, it, 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 I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was okay. But yes, I did notice they may be splitting up and I, I was very happy with that. I did. I, I <laughs> no, cracked a little smile. Yeah.
2: Uh, I don't, I'm don't. i not sure it was that one. It might have been like, you know, what's going on? Maybe it's another drill or something like that. It <laughs> was one of those lines from episode four for yeah. sure. Well, uh, they may
0: be splitting up was in, uh, in was The in Force, Force Awakens, Awakens yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, it was. You know, there is one thing that I wanted to talk about. There was a perfect opportunity for a Wilhelm scream in this episode, and they didn't take it, which I think is interesting, because every single Star Wars has a Wilhelm, and I was trying to think about it, (laughs) because I'm not going to go back and watch every single episode right now, but I don't remember Mando ever having a Wilhelm
2: scream, Well. Well, maybe, maybe they're saving it. Maybe Moff Gideon will die with a little house. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That'd be amazing. Uh, that's good. That would be amazing. That's good.
1: Another thing that I want to bring up is that, so you know the trailer of season two, they have shown every single clip in the trailer. So anything that comes up in the next episodes, next episodes until the season finale, is new. I, just I
0: actually that. did not watch yeah. the trailer. I, I did that intentionally. Yeah,
1: Matt... Matt Matt's not a trailer person when it comes to Star Wars.
2: I I usually watch whatever, like, the first one is, where they just do, like, a couple of teasing things, and then I stay away. Because I knew someone who pieced together the plot of Force Awakens before it came out just from the trailers. And that's, since then, I've kind of been like, uh, I don't know. Like, they even got that there were two different forest planets on the Force Awakens, or green planets, I guess. And I was like, what? No! And then they were. And I was like, God, damn it!
0: yeah well that that's where it's so difficult for being a podcaster and being on star wars twitter because there's there's spoilers left and right oh. everyone's hyper analyzing which it, which is great because considering that's what we do but as just a as a star wars fan first it's really hard for me to avoid them so i've actually started blocking things on twitter So, I don't see when certain things are up until, and then I'll release the block after I've seen it. Gotcha. For sure. Because I just want to, I I still want to be like that kid going to the theaters and and being blown away. I still want that, even though I'm 23. You know, I I still (laughs) want that.
1: Yeah. Going back to what I was saying with the trailer, I think I like that if other shows did that instead of like ruining, like, you know, the season finale. I mean, they don't show we When people come. Up with trailers, they don't show like the scenes of finale, like big parts. But having the Mandalorian only show the first four episodes, that kind of I don't know. It's it's just like you said, it's spoiling some stuff, but at the same time, like not the big stuff that's about to happen with with Ahsoka and and Bo Bo Katan and
0: and whatever's gonna happen.
2: What we've learned is that now Matt can watch the trailer. Yes. For the for the season, (laughs) I can (laughs) now. Yes, I
0: will have to go back through and be like, I know what this is now.
2: I have one more thing, because I just want to say, so sometimes Baby Yoda is there to be cute. Sometimes he's there to learn a lesson from Mando, like we, we talked about with, like, Deception last week and stuff. Sometimes he's, he's just there to make an episode, like, start out lighthearted. And I loved the scene where he was in the little shaft and messing with wires. <laughs> I just We haven't talked about that. It was cute <laughs> as hell. He shocked um...
0: child. child services <laughs> that you should be calling child services. He should not be playing with wires as a baby. Yeah. I, I just, I just, oh I gotta my.
2: say when I was a graduate student in engineering school, I taught a mechatronics lab where students would have to wire stuff. That is exactly what that is like. That's hilarious. Trying to get someone to wire something. And these were like seniors in college. So, I you know, Baby Yoda, he's doing his best. Yes. He's doing his best.
0: I do want to point out that we are seeing the Mandalorian's influence on Baby Yoda again this episode with him stealing that kid's stealing crackers. The kick- it, yeah, was little, it, it was a cookie. It, it was
2: little doesn't. It was Star Wars Mentos is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Regardless with what it was, that is... Oh. I think it's going to be so funny when Ahsoka is like... <laughs> Who taught you to do this and, and baby yoda's just gonna point <laughs> right to mando and she's just gonna be like really yeah you're teaching your kid to mm-hmm. steal like
1: <laughs> was this the only force abilities that we've seen from baby yoda this whole season
2: um
1: i, I think unless so he
2: made some sort of like force you know life connection with the uh with the egg creature that hatched last episode you know true but uh <laughs> but i think like
1: actually him using the force is that correct yeah
2: yeah. Uh yeah, unless he did in the first episode and I didn't catch it. Yeah. But again, like you know, I'm kind of glad that they haven't gone and like, you know, done a whole bunch of force healing like they did just to explain away stuff in Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Like that was sort of another yeah. apologist thing for the sequel trilogy, and I'm glad that we're not inventing new force powers through Baby Yoda so we can use them later in the movies. But, oh, yeah. just wait. Just wait,
0: there's going to be like a, uh, just a random force ability that we've never seen before. And baby Yoda's is going to know how to do it. And then every single person that yeah. we see like a, a, a next Jedi that we see in not, not Mandalorian, but something else will know how to use that ability. Just,
2: just a brief note on, you know, new, new force abilities. I was thinking about this the other day and I'll, I'll try to go as fast as I can here, but, um, Every time Rey does a new thing that we haven't seen before or have even haven't seen her do before, everyone, you know, is like, oh, where did she learn to do that? There's no way that she could figure that out. But, like, think about the original trilogy, right? Before Luke is upside down in the Wampa Cave and gets the lightsaber, we have never seen a Jedi use telekinesis ever and Luke's mentor is dead and has been for some time. And Luke just reaches out and telekinesis is the lightsaber to his hand. Obi-Wan never uses it in A New Hope, and neither does Luke. And suddenly he can just do this thing. There's no problem with that. You don't have to use Baby Yoda to introduce it. You don't have to explain away where Ray got it. It just happens, and it's fine. The Force. Well, the The Force. <laughs> we <Well, The force. laughs> live in a galaxy with magic space wizards. They like... <laughs>
1: Anything's possible. They did fill. Yeah. I, I think they filled it up with some comics in between A New Hope and, and the Empire. Like, yes, in the movie cinematics, it. but I think, yeah, in in comics or even in a novel. In
0: terms, in terms of, really, I think what Nate's yeah. getting at is that no one, no one complained that Luke could do this force ability. True. And then everyone complained that Ray could, and and there's a lot of theories as to why. I think we all know the reason, and. Leave it at that. Uh, it's, it's yeah. I think everyone knows the the real reason and why we don't like those type of people in Star Wars. I think it's the best way to <laughs> I mean <laughs> to do it.
1: I was watching I, I gotta add this note real quick, real quick. I did watch the new Lego special, the Life Day special with my girlfriend. Oh goodness great. And goodness. it was good. It was it was very, very funny. And I mean it showed a little bit after the Rise of Skywalker, we could say. I mean, it's not canon officially because you know, <laughs> Darth Darth Vader <laughs> meeting Darth Vader. I don't want to spoil anything. things. If, if you haven't seen it, just go watch it. But yeah, Ray has like the same mentality where she doesn't like go to her friends and and my girlfriend was was there and she's just like, you know what? This is why we you know use your friends, use your friends, and yeah. But it was it's it's really funny. It's it's hysterical and, and Lego does an amazing job and Lego and Star Wars. So. Yeah.
2: I'll be sure to check it out. Yes. <laughs> and you be sure to check out yeah. the next episode of the Wannabe Jedi Podcast. Who are you guys talking about next week?
1: Commander Cody.
0: Commander Cody, oh, yeah.
2: Okay.
0: The time has come. We're we're pretty <laughs> excited. Oh my gosh. We're going through this again. <laughs> yes, we are talking about Commander Cody. Uh, it's a pretty good episode. You guys should definitely check it out. Until then, make sure to stay connected with us on Facebook and Instagram at Wannabe Jedi Podcast and at on Twitter at wannabe Jedi Cast. We'll be tweeting away till our hearts' desires about Star Wars. So make sure to go follow us on that and tell the Star Wars lover in your life about this podcast. Until then, take care, everyone. Stay safe. May the force be with you.
1: May the force be with you all.
0: Goodbye. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> I'm, I'm keeping that in.